0: What is going on, Breakthrough Success Listeners? Mark Bird, the business freelance writer here. In this episode, we're going to talk about how do you work with influencers to generate content? We hear about paid advertising as a way to get in front of a lot of people. Influencer marketing is such an underrated avenue. Not as many people think to reach out to influencers, build partnerships, and create content as a team with all the influencers. In the space. So we'll talk about that in this episode today. Our guest who joins us today, he is the CEO and co founder of Kinship, an influencer marketing agency. Kinship, spelled K Y N Ship, is a place to go when you finally want to stop paying money for likes and start paying for the sales. He started his career in the influencer marketing space working at Athletes First, an NFL agency which has helped do the marketing for a bunch of big name players. He's also been able to help companies go from nothing to millions in revenue in just a few short months. If you want to learn how to work with influencers to generate content and grow your business, this is the episode for you. And the guest who joins us is none other than Taylor Lagasse. Taylor, welcome to the show.
1: I have never in my life been introduced in that manner. That was incredible. (laughs) Thanks for having me, Mark. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Taylor, it is such a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success. And influencers, they are all over the place. You find them on any social network. They're all posting content. They all have audiences. But how do we choose which influencers to work with? Because you've got some people who maybe they'll say, if you've got under 100 followers, I may not want to go that path. You got other people who say, I only want to work with people who have over a million followers, because that's where the real reach is, apparently. What's your take on building these partnerships?
1: Yeah, that's a great, great place to start and a great question. I'm still coming off this high, feeling like I'm just got introduced at Chicago Bulls stadium like oh, I was Michael <laughs> Jordan or something. So no, I appreciate it. Um, identification wise you can reach out and identify to any influencer of any size, best practice recommendation on our end. Um, micro, uh, micro in comparison to macro influencers. Um, I would recommend reaching out between 10,000 and 150,000 followers um, in comparison to a macro influencer. Um, that has, you know, 500,000 or a million plus followers. Why? Um, For a variety of reasons, going back to the days of when I was at the NFL marketing agency, um, you avoid people like who I was. Uh, You avoid agents, you avoid managers who um, make their money off inflated price points um, that don't make sense because their livelihoods are contingent off them hustling you for those hiked up rates. So you avoid those people altogether. Two, on a per follower basis, micro influencers have greater reach, greater engagement, greater conversion rate. They're more; they have a greater niche audiences to line your brand with. And then three, when following up for usage rights, 100% of the time with a micro influencer, they're flattered you want to use their content, repurpose into your other own channels such as paid media. Whereas a macro influencer, again, an agent's going to get involved, charge you $10,000 or something for 30-day usage rights. So all of the above. We'd recommend micro in comparison if you're going to choose a place to start. But micro to macro. Start in the micro level, work with hundreds if not thousands, work your way up to that macro uh, when identifying influencers. Long-winded answer.
0: I mean, the influencer marketing scene, there's just so many different paths you can take. But the fact that you're reaching out to people, micro influencers, Taylor mentioned 10,000 to 150,000 followers, those aren't the celebrity million follower accounts, but to those 10 to 150,000 followers, that person is a celebrity because they are going to engage their content a lot more. It's a close knit feel that some of these micro-influences are able to generate where they can respond personally to each of their followers and you're able to get in front of that group through some partnerships. Now, if you're doing something like Facebook and Google ads, you put in the keyword or you put in the audience targeting and Facebook and Google say, if you spend X dollars per day, you're going to get this many clicks or it's going to cost this much for a conversion. We don't really have those types of metrics as readily available for influencers because we just look at an account. And we say, well, do I pay you this person $5, $10, a hundred dollars? How do you establish a price point for influencer partnerships?
1: I love it. What what do we pay influencers? So um, we actually believe the pay for post model is dead. Um, We are not big proponents of the pay for post model and we do things quite differently, Um, at least in the way that we initiate relationships with them. Because again, across the board, these price points are the wild, wild west, like you're alluding uh, to at the end of the day. Um, Someone with a following of 50,000 followers can charge $50 and the same amount of following from a different person can charge $1,000 or $2,000 for the same deliverables, same following, all the above. So we honestly don't engage with it, not for that reason. Just because a transactional model does not lend itself well to authentic content that will actually generate sales for your business, so we look to engage in relationships and initiate relationships um, through influencer seeding. And what that is at a high level is we're just identifying influencers that we want to put brands' products in the hands of that we think will represent them well, uh, and that we want to build relationships with that are genuine and not transactional. Um, It just will lead to cost-effective output from a post perspective, organic distribution, from a content perspective, content that's posted that we can repurpose into, again, our other own channels, um, all the above. And they're genuine product adopters at that point, producing authentic content. Um, So would love to tee up the audience to go try this internally on their end and fully equip them to do what it is we do on our side of the business, A through Z, of how to get all of these mass amounts of posts, free of cost, where you don't even need to pay them to do it. Um, so high level there, a little vague, but would love to dive into it a little bit more with you.
0: I mean, it's interesting. You mentioned the pay per post model is dead because I think when a lot of people think of influencer marketing and building these partnerships, they say, you have these followers, we have this amount of money, please post for us. Like, I feel like that's the way a lot of people see the model, but. Building partnerships and exchanging product, it builds that long-term relationship where instead of I'm getting paid to promote this person and then never again, like a transactional, they feel a deeper connection to your brand. So I like that a lot. How do we create that deep connection uh, so people want to promote us instead of the moment we stop paying them, they go away forever?
1: Yeah, exactly right too. When you pay someone to post, it's just like this one-off drug. Um, Again, it's transactional. You're paying them, you're incentivizing them to do it. They post about you, the relationship's over at that point. So instead, influencer seeding, I'll just give you kind of what it is we do and the way that we come alongside our brands. And then listeners, again, just try it out. So we're identifying and reaching out to a minimum of 500 influencers per month um we already went through like what type of following uh you should look to identify initially um but we use a platform internally called tagger for identification um costs 1500 bucks if you're looking for a free tool i would recommend facebook's brand collabs manager or meta's brand collabs manager whatever you want to call it uh, as well as TikTok creator marketplace those are both two free tools that you can use um again we identify 500 influencers massive emphasis on video content creation ability. You need to be able to answer the question of, can they sell me on my product if I put it in their hands? You need to look through that lens. Do they have the video content creation ability to do that? If so, send this outreach message verbatim. This is our influencer seeding outreach message. Hey, Mark, we think you're a great brand fit. Absolutely love the content you consistently put out. We think you love our product, and we want to send it to you, no strings attached. What we mean by that is we have no expectation of you to post whatsoever. Just send me your address. We'll get this right out to you. So while we're communicating, we have no expectations. Obviously, we do. Otherwise, Mark wouldn't be having me on this podcast right now. and We wouldn't be an agency servicing clients in this way. Um, So expectations-wise, you can, and again, apply this to numbers internally if you wanted to scale this down. We see a minimum of 20% of the 500 opt-in to receive product. So a minimum of 100 people often receive product. And then out of the 100, you would see a minimum of 30%. So 30 influencers end up posting on average two to three assets each. So 30 influencers, 60 to 90 posts that come from at the cost of sending out 100 products. We then fall for usage rights to that content with the message. Again, steal this verbatim. Hey, Mark, so glad you love the product we sent you so much. So you're willing to share this content with your audience hey, we'd love to be able to share this content with our audiences as well. Can we have the rights to do so? Effectively getting usage rights at this point to 60 to 90 unique pieces of content from professional content creators that have proven to create video content, imagery, all the above, predominantly video content is what you're after though, um, that's proven to go viral on the exact platforms you're looking to run paid media advertisements on. So it's gonna be quality content, we then reformat that all into ad placement, ad ready, uh, 9 by 16 1x1 1 1 formats, caption it all, create iterations on it, producing 150 plus ads ready to roll for paid uh, on a monthly basis. So, again, scale this back, try it out internally. Would love to give the audience as well our full tech stack to try this out and bring it to life internally. But when you compare all of that of what you get to, say, the pay for post model, it's one. 30th of the price point in comparison. So that's why we say the paper post model is dead, though.
0: I like this model a lot. This is a very uh, permission marketing based model where uh, you could barge your way in with some money, you can do pay to play, and then the relationship ends. But the Taylor strategy, the way he's talking about it, is you're letting the influencer take the initiative. They have to ask for the product first to receive it and then it's up to them if they want to post the content and then if you're reaching out like thank you for sharing this content we'd love to use it. These influencers want more visibility. They're going to be very happy to let you use their content and they may even create more content around your product in the future. I mean it's going to build up goodwill and You're going to have some people say, wow, Like when this company shared me, I got more visibility. I liked that. Let me create more content. I mean, just the fact that you're taking this as a relationship instead of let me just give you my money and then vanish, it's just a completely different dynamic, and I love this approach to influencer marketing.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Will you always got, you always got a job as the hype man behind this as well. The way you gave me that intro at the beginning of this podcast too. So um, yeah. And so it just lent itself to on a monthly basis, mass organic distribution, genuine, authentic product adopters. Again, they didn't post because we paid them. They didn't post because we said, Hey, If we send you product, you need to post in exchange for that product. There was no incentivization, no transaction whatsoever. They posted of their own free will because they genuinely appreciated how you initiated the relationship and they loved your product. So it's a great filter as well to identify influencers that actually love you. Uh, And it's not just that one-off drug where they post once and like gone forever. Never see them again unless you pay them again and again and again. And then again, as well as just a content creation pipeline, supplementing your paid media efforts or creative is king. So it's able to fill each of those buckets as a value add uh, for your business.
0: Now, I know we were talking about some of the numbers you mentioned roughly 20% of the people will respond and say, I'm interested in receiving the product. And 30% of those people go on to post videos or some type of content about your products. I'm wondering if we could go a little bit more into detail about how we find people who are more likely to become adopters. I know you mentioned Tagger already. I know you mentioned Facebook Brand Collabs Manager already. That one, or Meta, whatever you want to call it, uh, being the free option. But we can have all the tools, but then not know what to do with them. So how do you suggest we find influencers who really fit our avatar?
1: Yeah, great question. So I would start with customer your, your customer, look at all the customer data that you have. Um, who is that customer? You want to identify influencers in that manner as well as who influences that customer. Uh, cause that's, those are different profiles. Uh, so you want to find influencers that are your customer. And when I say are your customer, I don't actually mean like they need to be a customer of your brand, but I just mean what is the makeup behind that customer? What demographic is that? What persona is that? Um, Mimic all that quantitative data into an avatar like you're saying mark and identify them. What type of um, Who follows this person? Um, What do they represent? Make sure that their values align with who you are as a brand Um, And then again things that you want to put an emphasis on is video content creation ability so are they actually posting video content on a consistent basis are they articulate? Are they charismatic? Are they thumb stopping? Do they capture my attention in the first three seconds? Are they, what, how frequently are they posting video content? You want to make sure they're doing that a lot. And I would recommend seeding influencers and identifying influencers that are on TikTok and Instagram specifically. If you think about where would an influencer most likely post if I put product in their hands, free of cost, Instagram and TikTok are the platforms where people are posting 24 seven raw authentic organic content in real time all the time so it makes for a very seamless integration when they receive this product from you and your brand that just created an incredible first impression through messages and then a, a great impression by getting that product to their doorstep ideally with a great unboxing experience and then again identifying people between 5k and 150k all those things go into identifying the right influencer that lends itself to getting this video content posted um, by the percentages that we laid out.
0: The unboxing makes a lot of sense. I was going to follow up and say, well, like why are you picking video? We know, we know video is probably the most engaging form of content, but you've got people who listen to podcasts like this, you've got people who read blog posts, but you mentioned the unboxing and that is something that people can only see through video and, I don't really watch too many unboxing videos if we're going to be completely honest, but I know they're a really big thing, uh, especially when like a new pack comes out of some trading card game or a new video game. I know they're a very big and popular thing. Um, but video is definitely the best way to be able to convey that. And just it's video real for any ad you want to run or any video you want to put on your sales page. So I definitely understand the focus on video.
1: Yeah. And so we, we, very much so are after, uh, video, uh, in the sense of we want to be able to repurpose that content specifically into Facebook ads and other paid media channels, TikTok ads, but as of right now, um, Facebook ads predominantly. And so video is the best format in comparison to static imagery, but we are after social influencers that are on Instagram and TikTok social media influencers that are putting out video content. Um, Yes, influencers are podcasters such as yourself. Influencers are blog writers. All these other, there's, there's influencers across the board everywhere, but we are predominantly focusing on influencers within the social media sphere that are producing video content just because we've seen that be able to be repurposed incredibly well with a ton of value for e-commerce businesses that are D2C um, and as well as B2B at the end of the day.
0: And just one thing I do want to jump in on also, Taylor mentioned that he uses the video clips for advertisements. So even if you're someone who's already running Facebook or Google ads or other ads, but Facebook and Google are generally the top two you hear about the most often, you can use influencer marketing to tap into a host of customer advocates who have this genuine connection to your product, and that is going to help you with ad conversion rates, word of mouth, everything you would possibly want as a marketer. If you wanna grow your business, definitely make sure you apply Taylor's Influencer Marketing Strategy, where you focus on building relationships instead of paying your way to build the relationships. Taylor, for people who wanna learn more about your work, where do you suggest we go to follow your journey?
1: Yeah, kinship.co. Kynship.co C-O uh, is a great place to start. And then my co-CEO, Cody Woodick on Twitter, as well as myself on Twitter, Taylor Lagasse. Um, two great places, three great places at the end of the day there uh, to find Just We're putting out valuable information, consistently trying to equip people to go do this themselves and put it to the test. Um, we're, trying to, we're trying to put that pay for post model to sleep because um, there's just a better way to do this at a, at a much more affordable uh, rate. But appreciate you, Mark.
0: Taylor, it was such a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success and Breakthrough Success listeners. Make sure you check out the links in the show notes. Follow Taylor and all of the work he's doing so you can take your influencer marketing to the next level. Thank you again, Taylor, for joining us on Breakthrough Success.
1: Thanks for having me, Mark. Pleasure to be here.